Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to another Wednesday edition of Maction. I'm your host, Northern Illinois Husky Mark Scafidi, former Northern Illinois Husky, I should say, Mark Scafidi. Uh, we had a big game in the MAC, I guess you could say. I mean, we don't have any Power 5 wins, but we did have a MAC team beat an undefeated Army team. So I figure we should start off with that. And the game got off to a big start right off the bat. Uh, it was a Ball State in control game the entire the entire game. Um, the game started off with Justin Hall returning at 99 yards for the opening kick for a touchdown. Now, if anybody knows about the Army attack, it is time-consuming ground only for the most part. They don't want to throw the ball. So what Justin Hall did by breaking out the game first off, you know, getting them up quick, kind of puts Army behind the eight ball already. Um, it's, it's hard for a team that, you know, doesn't want to pass to play from behind. And that's exactly what the Cardinals did. They got, you know, right off the, right from the very beginning, they were able to put Army out of, out of sync. So Army never got to do what they want to do, which is run the ball, grind it for a ton of time, and control the clock. The Golden Knights weren't able to do that. So uh, it, it's been, it was a big, big way, you know, an important way for Ball State to start the game, um, getting in control of the game. Uh, it's... It's a great bounce back win for Ball State, who had kind of slid the last couple weeks. Uh, the la you know, the the loss to Wyoming wasn't that wasn't very good. Um, so this is a big, big one for uh, for the Cardinals. I mean, granted they lost to Penn State, but that's expected. Penn State is in a monster game this week against Iowa at Kinnick Stadium. In Iowa City, I mean, those are two unbeaten Big Ten schools and top five. I mean, they're both like they're like four and six. So the winner of that game looks like right now they're you know on a great track to go to the Big Ten championship, which would put them into the college football playoff. So there's no shame losing to Penn State, losing to Wyoming the way they did. That was kind of hard to that one was a hard one to take. But this game, even though it's not a MAC game, puts them in prime position to really bounce back into the max season and control their destiny for a chance to get back into the game in Detroit. Now, granted, they did lose to Toledo already. So that is one Mac West. They're one game behind the Rockets. So they really can't afford another slip-up. Ball State wants to go to the MAC championship game. They're going to have to basically win out the rest of the way and hope that Toledo loses one of the Mac West games. So great Great, great bounce back win. A surprising, um, surprising win, honestly. I mean, I, I kind of was thinking Ball State might be, you know, hey, hey, you know, might be over for them for the season. They, they, their skid might have just taken over. But it didn't, didn't happen. Um, Army, just for, you know, reference, they had to pass the ball a season high 15 times. Now, they don't like passing, so... They had a season-high 15 pass attempts for 66 yards. And 
They also tossed a pair of interceptions to the Cardinals in the second half. Uh, both turnovers were critical. Um, Ball State was up 21-14 in the second half. So, yeah, that, those, those things played a huge factor. Uh, but Ball State was able to, you know, give an upset to an undefeated Army team. So all the credit to Ball State for, you know, turning their season around, I think. This is a big win in, in the effort for them to turn their season around. Uh, Drew Plitt had uh, 233 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Johans Tyler, five receptions, 85 yards, one touchdown. So overall, a big win for their Ball State, 28-16. They, got an, they knock off undefeated Army. So that was a big one for, for Ball State. Uh, let's move on now to, we will go down the list. Uh, Toledo. 45-7 over UMass. As I mentioned last week, UMass is terrible. So this was no surprise. Toledo has another has a you know another Mac, a Mac West uh, rival coming up this week. We'll get to that in a minute. Carter Bradley, uh, 110 yards, one touchdown. Bryant Kobach, uh, 11 carries, 82 yards, two touchdowns for Toledo. Isaiah Weinstead, four receptions, 75 yards. All Toledo. All game long. I mean, UMass is awful, so yeah. UMass's next two opponents, ironically, are just as bad a shape as they are, which is Florida State and UConn. Well, I think it's UConn and then Florida State. So the Minutemen are a mess. They have been a mess for a few years now. So none of this is surprising that Toledo was able to route them. Uh, Western Michigan. Whew, man, they're playing some good football right now. 24-17 over Buffalo. Western Michigan right now. And after at, since they upset Pitt at home and in Pittsburgh, they're looking good. The Broncos look good. They're 4-1. Caleb Ellaby, uh, 279 yards, two touchdowns. Ladarius Jefferson, 96 uh, yards on 23 totes with one touchdown. Sky Moore, 11 receptions, 163, two touchdowns for the Broncos. Big win for Western Michigan. Now, it's the way it's setting up is um, Western Michigan, I mean, the way they're playing, you've got to say they're going to be the Mac West favorites um, because they're consistent and they're winning. Um, they had a big fourth quarter. Now, they, they were down in this game, um, and they had a big fourth quarter to come back, 17-7 in the fourth. So Western Michigan uh, looking good right now at in the in the conference at four and one. Now their only loss right now is to top ten ranked Michigan. So Western Michigan looks like looks like they're pretty good right now. So I watch out watch out Mac because the Broncos are legit out in Kalamazoo. Miami of Ohio. This one was a little shocking to me. Uh, twenty three or twenty eight seventeen over Central Michigan. Miami improves to two and three. Central Michigan falls to two and three. Daniel Richardson, uh, 326 yards in the air for the Chippewas, two touchdowns. Um, that's a lot of passing yards and, and to come up with a loss, but Miami got out to a 14-0 lead here. So it's the same thing with that Army game. You, you know, you're know, you 14 in the first. You force Central Michigan to pass because they're down and they need to score. So um not surprising. Keon Mose for Miami, 13 carries, 83 yards. Mac Hippenhammer for Miami, eight receptions, 170. Uh, this one was, it, it, honestly, I kind of thought Central Michigan might get this one, but 
you know, this is a uh, two second tier Mac teams, I believe. I don't think either one of these are going to get to Detroit. It'd be shocking if either one of these two got to Detroit, but stranger things have happened. Uh, the battle of Ohio, the battle of, frankly, going into the game, bad. This was the winner of this game. I was thinking this is going to be possibly your only win of the season. Um, Ohio versus Akron. Um, Ohio, if anything is going to fix your, your season-long woes, it's the Zips, who played really well. Um, you know, I mean, they, they fought the whole game um, up until the fourth quarter. Akron was in the game. They were, they were playing well. It was on ESPN3, so I was, everyone was able to get, I was able to watch it for a while. Um, the Bobcats have more talent. Granted, their season has been derailed with, you know, losing. But the Zips are, they struggle. I mean, there's no way around it. They struggle, and I, you know, I don't know if you're going to, if you don't beat Ohio this year, I don't know when you're going to beat them because Akron's in for a, a rough rest of the schedule, potentially. So I don't know if Akron's going to get, you know, how, I don't know how many wins they're going to get. Ohio can use this as a springboard to potentially turning their season around. From 0-4, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. Getting your season turned around from 0-4, it is hard. It is hard to come back. DJ Irons for Akron, 14 of 17, 175, two touchdowns. Those are pretty good numbers. You completed 14 out of 17 passes, um, but you lost, which is not a shock if you're Akron. Uh, Demontre Tuggle, Ohio, 17 carries, 201 yards, one touchdown. Big, big day. Obviously, rushing for 200 is a huge day. Um, Kanata Mumfield, four receptions, 69 yards for Akron and a touchdown. Um, rough outing there for the Zips. Kent State, uh, I mean, this is this was one of my early picks, and this was a potential, um, man, a potential Mac East. The way Bowling Green had, had shocked the, the world with beating Minnesota. 27-20, Kent State gets the W. Matt McDonald, Bowling Green, 263 in the air, one touchdown. Marquez Cooper, 31 carries, 120 on the ground, two touchdowns. Tyrone Broden, five receptions, 75 yards for Bowling Green, one touchdown. And then we'll finish last week's games out with Eastern Michigan and Northern Illinois. This game lasted about six hours. Um, the first quarter ended, it was 10 to nothing. Then a Almost three-hour uh, lightning rain delay, which, I mean, any momentum that the game had, obviously, when you sit around for what is this, in essence, the entire, the amount of an entire game, three hours, before you get to play again. So, it, I mean, I'm sure everybody took their uniforms off or sitting around in their clothes, uh, just hanging out. Doing, you, it's, hard to keep, it's hard to keep focused and keep busy for three hours in between plays. Um, uh, Northern, you know, Northern came out, you know, consistent in, after the rain, after the lightning delay. Eastern Michigan made a game of it. Ben Bryant, uh, 338 in the air, two touchdowns. Um, I mean, and I, you know, they have no passing attack, really. So it's Harrison Whaley on the ground, and uh, they're just getting a minor amount of help in the air. So NIU is very limited right now. Um and I think next week or this week coming up, it might show up against Toledo. So we'll move on to this week's games. Uh, NIU at Toledo. 
It's a noon kickoff in the Glass Bowl, CBS Sports Network. This one has all the makings of a Mac West, uh, Mac West contender. Whoever wins this game, I believe, is going to be playing Western Michigan for the Mac West championship, the right to go to Detroit. The winner of this game will probably play Western, and the winner of that game most likely is going to be going to the Mac championship game. I, I, Toledo's a better football team probably right now because they're a little more balanced. NIU has been playing much better than last year. So it's hard to say that NIU is um, a whole lot worse than Toledo because, I mean, Toledo almost beat Notre Dame, uh, who just lost, by the way, to Cincinnati. Oh, that, by the way, is a group of five milestone. A group of five are beating Notre Dame at home, and they dominated Notre Dame if you didn't get a chance to see that. But that might put the first group of five team into the college football playoff. So that's a huge group of five thing. So if you're not even a Mac fan, you just like the American or group of five teams, that Cincinnati win that where Toledo missed out about a month ago was enormous for the group of five. But anyway, Toledo at home, glass bolt, early kickoff, 12 and a half point favorite for Toledo, CBS Sports Network. Uh, I mean, NIU, it's hard to pick against them for me, but I... If I'm a betting person, I bet Toledo on this one. They just have a more well-rounded team. Now, the pillow fight of the week, of the last couple years, was Akron Bowling Green. And Akron is in their usual spot, pillow fight games. They played, you know, Ohio last week, which was, you know, the lightweight versus the lightweight. Bowling Green's better than they were the last couple years. Akron is not. I mean, Akron is still struggling. The only team they've beaten so far was Bryant's, and... I didn't even know Brian was a football team in the college, honestly, until I saw that. Never even heard of him. Uh, Bowling Green, 14.5 point favorite at home over the Zips. All betting money, if you're, no matter what you're doing, is bet against Akron. They lose more times than not. So if you're just going to go straight up, Bowling Green versus Akron, Bowling Green should get to 3-3 three and three on the season. Akron should fall to 1-5, and five, barring a massive upset. Um, this is a big step for Bowling Green. If they can win this game... This kind of elevates them away from the bottom tier of the MAC, so you gotta win. You cannot lose. If you're Bowling Green, let's put it this way: you cannot lose to Akron. I don't think I can make it any clearer. The Falcons cannot lose to the Zips if they want to be considered anything other than you know a bottom tier MAC team. Miami of Ohio, Eastern Michigan. Miami of Ohio is two and three. Oh, that one's on ESPN Plus. Akron Bowling Green. So you might need to stream that one off of Buff Streams or. One of the sites. They worked pretty well last week. Uh, Miami of Ohio, ES, Eastern Michigan, ESPN Plus, 12.30. So that's 3.30 Eastern time. Uh, this one is in Ypsilanti. Miami is a two-point favorite on the road. I don't get that. Eastern Michigan is a pretty good team. Miami is a we-don't-really-know team. So I don't know. I, I don't... You know, it's kind of a pick 'em game. I'm surprised Eastern Michigan's not the two-point favorite, but people bet in Vegas for a living, so I guess they know what they're doing. Eastern Michigan, I, I like them at home over Miami, but that's a pick 'em game, so it's kind of hard to pick. But I like it. I like Eastern Michigan at home over the Red Hawks. Ball State versus Western Michigan, ESPNU. That's right, everybody, a real channel, uh, ESPNU. 3.30 Eastern time in Kalamazoo. This is a make-or-break game for Ball State. 
This is their season right here this week. Ball State, this is it. Win this game, you're in the MAC West race. Lose this game, your season is essentially over other than playing to get to six wins for a bowl game. Western Michigan, you are controlling your own fate right now. You're an 11-point favorite at home over Ball State, who up until last week had struggled. So we don't, you know, if you Ball State wants to be staying in the max season, this is week, this is uh, the second week of October, second week in October. Ball State, your season is on the line. There's no way around that. Western Michigan, if you want to go to Detroit, you have to win this game. This is a must win because you still have NIU and Toledo coming up. You have to win against Ball State. There is no other way around it. If you want to control your own destiny, this is the way to do it. Ball State, ESPNU, 330 Eastern. I look for Western Michigan to win this one because they're playing consistent. Ball State, had it not been for last week, I would have said this one's probably a 20-point favorite, Western Michigan. But Ball State came back to life last week, so this is going to be a good game. There's a reason why it's on a real channel. It's on ESPNU because it's a good game, folks. So if you want to watch a good football game, ESPNU, uh, Saturday, 3.30 Eastern. That's why it's on a regular channel. Uh, Central Michigan versus Ohio. Teams that are struggling, 3.30 Eastern here. Um, Ohio got off the skids, but we don't really know what that means because they beat Akron. Everybody beats Akron. Central Michigan, up and down so far, 2-3. and three. They've lost to the good teams they've played. They beat... Uh, FIU, I believe, two weeks ago, which they were down. So their season could have been really off the rails. But they survived. And if they want to get Central Michigan, if they want to get back on track, they have to beat Ohio. They have to give Ohio their fifth loss. Ohio's season is, I mean, if, if, if it's going to be anything this year, they need to win this game. Otherwise, they're 1-5. and five. They're two losses away from bowl elimination. So... It's very important that the Bobcats continue winning if they want to keep their season going. Buffalo versus Kent State. This is a primetime night game on ESPNU. Now, I'm thinking ESPN and the MAC, when they picked this game, they were thinking this was going to have huge implications. Well, it's not turning out that way because Buffalo's 2-3 and three and Mac or uh, Kent State is 2-3. and three. Um, Kent State's a 5.5 point. Uh, favorite at home. This is going to be like a double header on ESPNU for the Mac. So it's not going to be as good as the Western Michigan game, I don't think. This game might be close, but both teams with a losing record, it is kind of hard to tell how good they are. We know Kent State played the ridiculously hard schedule in non-conference, so we know that they're battle-tested. And Buffalo almost, almost came up with a big win over Coastal Carolina, who's a group of five darling right now. But this one is tough because these two are very equal, so it's kind of hard to, to really gauge who's going to win this one. I mean, the game's at home. I, I like Kent State so far this year, but there's not a lot to like on the scoreboard because of the teams they played. You know, you played LSU, you played Iowa, and you played Maryland. There's, there's not a lot to like in those games. But coming back um, last week and beating Bowling Green, this is the next step for them to get to the Mac East Championship. They've, you know, they should, should be able, if they're a Mac East Championship team, they should beat Buffalo. Let's put it that way. 
this should be a W if you're looking to win the MAC East. For Buffalo, you're thinking 0-2 in the MAC. Your season, if you lose to Kent State, you're in big trouble. Uh, the season has a good chance of getting derailed. Um, there are rumors today that LSU is about to fire Ed Orgeron. So I don't know if that's going to be an in-season firing or a we'll wait till the season's over. College football normally, when like your program like LSU, you do not wait till the end of the year. You want to jump on the coaching train, as you could call it, as soon as possible. And yet, if you're going to go with one of these up-and-comers, um, you, you kind of uh, want to be ready to go day one when the season's over. So that is something to think about with the uh, the MAC situation in, coach, in the coaching world. Um, other than that, we've had a we don't have that many non-conference pirate type victories to talk about. We have less games to talk about now because MAC schools are playing MAC schools. So we went from twelve games a week to eventually six, and we are a month away from, or maybe a little bit less than MACTION on weekdays. So these days that we have about three Saturdays left of mainly ESPN Plus or ESPN3, which, I mean, they're not really on TV. They're sort of on TV. Um, we can watch them, but, you know, they're getting overshadowed by, obviously, a game like Iowa-Penn State Saturday. Um, but if you're a Group of Five fan, and if you're a Mac fan, you're definitely a Group of Five fan, that Cincinnati win was monumental. Now, Cincinnati, the rest of the schedule – it doesn't bode well for them. They don't play anybody else that's going to elevate them any higher. All they have to do now is not lose anymore. And Cincinnati might be the first one of us to represent the group of five in the college football playoff. So if you're cheering every week for someone that's not a MAC team or you know your favorite Big Ten team or SEC team, cheer for Cincinnati because they represent all of us in the group of five now. So we have no other realistic expectations of anyone else getting into the college football playoff this year except the Bearcats. So cheer for the Bearcats the rest of the way to run the table, and we might have our first group of five college football playoff team. Um, catch all of your podcasts um, on the Believe Sports Network. We are still having summer out here on the West Coast. It is sunny. It's pushing 90. Loving life out here. Um, I know a lot of you are seeing colder weather, but Still summer shorts and 90 degrees out here. Uh, every week we will break down the MAC games and give you a preview of the next week's MAC games on the Believe Sports Network. So catch us out on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere else Matt podcasts are going on. And if you want to catch out uh, my Instagram, I started putting reels on. I know everyone's got these reels. So I made a couple reels of some different things. My Instagram name is my Instagram name is Mark Scafidi. I also have Twitter, Mark Scafidi. Um, I really just put the podcasts on Twitter. So if you are looking for to see what my life is like outside of uh, Mac football, Instagram's probably the way to go. And uh, come back next week. Uh, we will have all of the breakdowns and give you the big recap of whatever Mac game turns out to be the biggest one next week. That's the one we'll, we'll definitely uh, do the most, like Ball State this week. If there, Whatever game is big next week, so whichever one has, has the most importance, that's the one we're going to give the most time to. 
So come back next week. I'm Mark Scafidi right here on the Believe Sports Network. Have a great weekend, everybody, and let's get some Mac W's. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.